Get ready for conflicts where movie reviews collide. And welcome back to today's episode of Conflicts, the podcast where we are covering Mandy, not the Barry Manilow song, the (laughs) Nicolas Cage movie (laughs) that you've never heard of. But hey, before we dive into that, did you guys know that Dune that is supposed to be coming out in 2020 might be a little more adult themed and could be given an R rating, which is not something that is seen in that universe. It might be That's the awesome. Deadpool of that is the type book of radar. Telling. You tell me whoever read well, it. Well, I mean, like um, I know Spice is. I haven't read it, but like I know Spice is in it. And I mean, you know. not necessarily. The, the The book isn't particularly. Uh, I mean, especially in the, like you know Game of Thrones world where that exists. I mean, is there some violence? Sure. Is there intrigue and some you know? But honestly, it's it's nowhere near as bad as as what we have out there. Did the book hold up? Because I am going to read that next. Uh, I you know I am a fan of the Dune series of books. I I have all of those as well. Let's not get carried away. I'm going to read the first one. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's very iconic. Here's what's rough about somebody like you reading Dune now is because Dune got to be where it is because when Dune came out, we didn't have stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is very early sci-fi. So many of the themes that you're going to read or that you're going to see are themes that you will recognize that yeah. you're going to look at and say, okay, why well, recognize that? Cause I've seen it in other things, but all of those other things that you've seen it in, a lot of them are going to have gotten that from Dune. Okay. You know what I mean? So there's a little bit of context that you have to go on there because I wonder like for somebody like yourself, how well does Dune hold up? Now, now to say that you're reading it, I'll let you know. So yeah, it would be an interesting conversation, but it is good. I like it. I enjoy it. I think those of us who are fans of Dune are waiting for it to come on screen correctly, uh, because we, my understanding that has not happened yet. Yeah, I mean the 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 first movie is a bit of a cult classic, but that's more because we like to make fun of it. That's then, the weird one with the. It's yeah. almost like an MST3K like thing, right? Like almost. It's... So we actually uh, we were talking about a, a friend of ours that has the the Batman thing that's in the room here. Yeah. So for his last birthday, um, he rented out. You know, you can actually rent one of the theaters at Draft House. Yeah. So that's what he did. Oh, yeah. And we just so it was just us friends there, and that's what we watched. Was that that was it that, in a screener room or was it actually a no, theater? No, it's one of the smaller theaters, but it's oh, in a okay. theater. Yeah. No, it's like no, 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 like off the diner. No, no, no. This is one of the actual theaters. Oh, okay. They're, they have two sizes of theater there. Okay. And this was one of the smaller ones, which holds like, what, like 50 people or whatever it is, or I don't know, maybe it's a few more. Um, but that's what we were in. And okay. We, and we, there was probably only 30 of us there. That actually sounds delightful, just knocking back beers and making yeah. fun of a bad sci-fi movie. That sounds delightful. Yeah. No, it was great. And we, we, you know, he came up and said, because this is a birthday thing, and uh, he's like, hey, you know, full on whatever you want, because there's some lines, like you say, you can say in there and make fun of things. Um, so we're like harassing as much as well. So as many ways, uh, we enjoy it because it was the first time we got like on screen Dune, but we recognize how bad it was, but it still holds <laughs> kind of that special place in our heart. Yeah. I mean, come on, you, you, you've got sting. Yeah. He, he's in the movie yeah. wearing basically nothing looking very manly and, and <laughs> interesting. So, you know, it, it's great from that standpoint, but uh, we're looking forward to seeing somebody actually do it right. Nice. Well, hopefully it's this, and they don't feel the need to water it down, because too many things get watered down. 
But back to Mandy. This was released September 13th, 2018 in Singapore. Now, let me tell you, I've been to Singapore. It's a lovely place. I enjoy it greatly. It is not where the A-grade movies go to premiere. (laughs) Just going to throw that out there. Uh, This stars Nicolas Cage and Andrea Riseborough, who you might recognize from Birdman. What? Why? Do you have a reason why they released it in Singapore first? No, it was just released in Singapore. That's what they did. Huh. Okay. Just out of curiosity, do you mention in your little blog how much this made at the box office? No, I didn't look that up. I didn't figure it was much. Didn't know it actually had a full box it, it, office run. It does. It has a uh, it has a box office amount attached to It's probably this small. Movie. Is it six digits? It is 1.4 million. Wow. That's what this brought in. Guessing that lost money. At the box office. Yeah, it said it cost six million, of which I'm assuming about five million went to, to Nick Cage. But. Yeah. Um, it was directed and written by the same individual, Panos Cosmatos. I just wanted to say his name because that's fun to say. Uh, but he wrote and directed this and a synopsis. The enchanted existence of a couple is completely shattered when a hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen invade their secluded forest home. Will their actions be enough to drive one man over the edge? I don't know if I can do it. I don't <gasps> know. I don't, I don't know. I was trying to cue Rich for a dun-dun, guys, and he wouldn't do it. I'm going to do my own dun-dun-dun. It doesn't have, like, I don't have but the timber in my I, voice to do well, it. And you can't, I'm trying to, like, maybe if I can do, like, a good demonic biker one. Or just, like, an engine rev. <laughs> Perfect. You can do a metal one and be like, do, do, do. Mm. <laughs> Are you okay? Like, that sounded like it hurt. Listen to a lot of but death you, metal, man. It's the, the cookie monster metal. I want cookie. I want cookie. I want cookie. <laughs> okay. Did you know, at the beginning of this film, the standard cast, filmmaker, and crew credits appear, but the title card does not appear until one hour and 15 minutes into this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I thought it glitched and started over, and I thought I missed it. <laughs> yeah. I got real confused, too, because there's another sequence where words come on the screen that you're like, wait, is that the title card? What is happening? And then later on, an hour and 15 minutes in, just big kind of pinkish letters, Mandy. Uh, it was very interesting. Yeah. Also, there is a book in the movie that Mandy is reading. It's pretty early on in the movie. It's called Seeker of the Serpent's Kiss. That's a fake book and is actually the name of the musical composition that is playing during that scene. Hmm. Uh, that was the film's composer, Johan Johansson. To whom the film was dedicated. Yes, because he, he passed unfortunate, away unfortunately. in 2018. R.I.P. Also, Elijah Wood is one of the producers of yeah, this movie. Yeah, I saw his, that. His production company so made rando. this. So rando. Yeah. I saw that when we, like, the, it's flashing up there at the beginning. I'm like, did that just say Elijah Wood? Yeah. Yeah. Totally did. Okay. Usually I let you guys go first, but I don't want to. I hate you, Nick. I gave this movie an F. What the fuck is <laughs> wrong with you? Holy crap. <laughs> this is, uh, somebody was on substances when this was dreamed up. Two hours and one minute of a fever dream of red lights and bizarre overacting. This is Tiger King meets an old episode of <laughs> Scooby-Doo meets Criminal Minds meets bloody video games meets that trippy sequence from the middle of Star Trek the motion picture all wrapped in a game of red light, green light, red light, blue light, red light, white light, all tripping on LSD. Wondering <laughs> if this is a home movie of Nicolas Cage's Descent into Madness served with a bowl of Cheddar Goblin. All right. Well, you suck hey, real bad. No, but... no, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I, I have. I am saluting. I am saluting <laughs> Laura because that is my favorite rant of hers ever. 
I'm just like, that is, like, I'm seriously, I'm like Wayne's worlding it here. Like, I'm not worried. He is actually I'm, on his knees right now. Like, I have my own rant here, and I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to do it because I can't beat that. She you wins. hated it too? Oh, yeah. What the my, fuck is wrong that, with you, Nick? No, that is my rating, is WTF. Wow. Absolutely. You know what? Because you both have no taste, I'm giving it an A minus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Defend this movie, yourself. Go. This movie, the freaking. Soundtrack is amazing. Nicholas Cage probably gave his best performance oh, ever because he sucks as an actor already. <laughs> it was the best LSD trip I've ever seen. <laughs> Whoa! I could never even drink alcohol whilst watching this. This movie was like heavy metal and Dungeons and Dragons and freaking every sci-fi thing that you could think of including horror mixed into one it was amazing and the biker cult was awesome holy crap you guys suck i mean man like the first it was like an italian horror movie it was it was awesome <laughs> i hate you both did we watch did we watch the wrong I movie don't, i don't I've watched know. this movie three times oh my God. I literally forced myself to watch this movie. Uh, the, yeah. the, the, the first 30 minutes of it, you also nothing like happens. Ford versus Ferrari. Like, nothing happens <laughs> Not the same for thing. the longest time. And then all of a sudden, like some weird shit happens. And then this. Yeah, is, it's then, trippy. Then it becomes like a Ramstein music video from yes. that, to that point. And now don't get me wrong. I would agree with you on one thing. The music was pretty solid. Yeah. If you wanted to just listen to all that, not so bad. I would probably actually listen to the soundtrack. Long before I'd ever watch this wow. piece of shit movie again. <sighs> yeah. So that's two Fs and an A minus. So that balances All right, out people to what, who like are a... listening. If you are a horror <laughs> fan, which clearly these two idiots are not, Laura couldn't even watch a PG movie until she was 21. Rich is old, so who knows? Listen to me. You'll enjoy the movie if you are a horror fan and enjoy good cinematography. If you think Nicolas Cage sucks at acting, that's true, he does. But this is a great, great performance out of him. And it is say, a mind-blown... Like, when he ta when he snorts that line of coke off the table after, like, fighting that s and I feel dude, like that was just muscle memory. I was just like, whoa! And his Klingon axe? I mean, what the this, hell? That was yeah. amazing! Like, <laughs> that, that, that didn't have to make sense. If you just want to be entertained, this is your movie. Oh my god, that's the perfect way to put it, though. It makes no sense. And I guess it depends on if you are entertained by that or not. Rich and I clearly were not, but Nick, you were. I don't judge you for that. You're very angry at me for my rating. Yeah. I'm angry at you for making me watch this movie, so I feel that we're even. But your opinions are valid, buddy. <laughs> no, see, I'm thrilled by this. This is great because this totally validates all of my other opinions in which you are also wrong in. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, this is the thing I can always Well, I guess the like, title well, of this stupid show makes sense now to you guys since <laughs> we finally disagree on something. Wait, wait, wait. Usually we're like, eh. I give it about that. This time it's like, all right, yeah, both are wrong. Well, let's like, pick cool. it apart. Let's go into the good, the bad, and the ugly. I have to say, my good we've already touched on was the music. Okay. I found it good. You didn't like the cinematography? You didn't enjoy at the end of the movie when he's tripping balls and he looks over to see his dead girlfriend and he's having a freaking acid trip, come down, mental breakdown, and all of a sudden you're like in the movie heavy metal. That was amazing. Cool. I'm oh. glad you feel that way. Is that your good? Yeah. Okay, moving Everything, on. Uh, that movie was, was great. Like, like 
when it was scary, it was scary in, See, in depth. You remember I those was little, not um, scared at any point in this movie. When or was uncomfortable scary? when you were uncomfortable or whenever he comes out from ripping his arms apart from getting out from under the barbed wire and he watched his girlfriend get burned alive. And then he has a breakdown in the bathroom and he's like, I was uncomfortable during the breakdown in, in the bathroom, tidy but yeah. I was mostly just really concerned for Nicolas Cage. Like, I feel like he was not okay when that was being filmed. I feel like he was, yeah, I don't know. Was Is it, he ever okay? Was he, it I acting or was that like a spy cam in I his bathroom? I don't know. I feel like that's probably his personal bathroom. <laughs> also, I really dug that wallpaper. <laughs> just a random aside what about you rich what was good for you and you can't say the music that's mine and i have seen the movie mother and it exists yeah so that means that this is not the worst movie ever made really that is you my mother this, do you think that mother's worse than mandy oh absolutely i do i, I, I would agree with you mother on that is worse than mandy i for the you know I, I know you can't say the music is mine but the music alone makes this a better there movie there is no music in mother well, exactly. Mother was just um, boring. But, I was pissed whoever freaking uh, but, but chose Man- that one. Mandy made more sense to me. At least I know what the fuck was going on. I mean, the thing is a, a really, really slow, drawn-out segment where we get to figure out that him and his wife like each other. Okay, cool. You could have done that in like two minutes instead of 30. And then she dies tragically. Okay, that's bad. He goes on rage, kills a bunch of people. I get it. I mean, I understood the movie. I just thought it was bad. So Mother was far worse. Okay. His good is that it's not the worst movie ever. That's awesome. That's progress. I'm going to go for the bad. We all know if we are loyal listeners of this podcast, I don't handle the death of animals on screen well, especially when there's no reason for it. And there's a dead deer that I find very upsetting. At one point early on in this movie. I'm not going to lie. But like, we don't see the deer die. Like, she just comes upon it the dead deer. It serves no purpose, and there's just no, a deer carcass, and I'm very upset. I'm not going to lie. It took me a second to figure out what you were talking about. I was like, there's no dead dogs or cats. What are you talking about? It's like, a dead deer. Because being from Arkansas, I'm like... That's like the... So, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm that's like, just okay. like, okay, I just walked down the street, there's a dead deer. It's the weird, like, she walks out of the water, and then, like, goes and finds the dead deer, and then they talk about aliens. Yeah. Like what? Mostly, what? I just am not cool with dead animals on screen. I know that that's not a real deer, and they didn't slaughter a deer for this movie. I was upset that I had to look at it. Nick, you have to pick a bad. Let's go. The bad? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't even get a shot at the good. Just bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I kind of like trumped her. Like they started going on it, so it's all good. Uh, the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad. The okay, bad. what you think on that? The we'll bad is, is that you guys didn't like it. <laughs> he just flipped us he off did. in we case you were wondering. We got a double bird out of that one for each of us. <laughs> All right, Rich, you can only pick one. Hmm. Only one ugly. No, this is the bad. You oh. can, you still have one more oh, for the, the ugly. Bad? Yeah, this is just the bad. Hmm. Let's see. The bad is that uh, we let Nick pick movies. Wow. Okay. You guys suck. This is, okay. I, I, I'm even going to add another thing in here that makes this so awesome. It was like a, <laughs> it was like an acid trip watching Mad Max. Okay. That's a that's an opinion. You probably don't like Mad Max, do you? No, I like Mad Max. Okay. Which, like are you talking old or new? Because I actually appreciate them both for different reasons, but. Uh, I like the new more than the old. Oh, yeah. No, no. I dig the new stuff. Yeah. Okay. Tom Hardy. Charlie Theron. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, give me more of that stuff. You just like Charlie Theron. Well, I mean, I do. Who doesn't? I mean, Duh. come on, she's amazing. But no, like, she's legit, though. Like, her acting. Yeah. I mean, and she does everything. Like, crappy Fast and the Furious right. movies. Weird segue comedians. in the middle of this podcast, guys. Yeah. yeah. So bring it home. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to the ugly. For me, that is Nicolas Cage. And not because of his face. Seriously concerned about his mental health. I genuinely think he might have had some sort of psychic break. 
while he was in that bathroom with the wallpaper. And that performance was, dear God, what the hell? What the hell? I Rich. think he was born for this role. Maybe he was. Have, have you ever, like, you know, you have those friends that are into, like, certain music, and you think, man, I just never did enough drugs to be into the music that they're right. into. Mm-hmm. And th- that's how I felt about this movie. Like, apparently, I just have not done you enough drugs. You just never dropped enough funny is, I don't do drugs. Maybe, well, maybe you don't need to, but the rest of us would have <laughs> in order for this to make any sense. I feel sense. like I did after I watched this movie. I mean, that's the thing. Whatever it was, that, that LSD stuff that they were, they were slur- slurping up there, maybe if I had some of that, I'd have been like, this movie was great. Anything other than that. And, um... Not so much. So, like, mm-hmm. you, have you guys ever watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That movie made me feel like I was on drugs. And I don't do yeah. drugs. That's what this movie made me feel like. So it's but like that was you, a good movie, and this wanna, one wasn't. Yeah, but this one's good, too. <laughs> uh, but if you don't want to spend your money on drugs, folks, just watch these two movies. You'll <laughs> have Listen the same to your experiment. Uncle Nick, kids. Don't do drugs. Watch Mandy. <laughs> Snort yourself a lion of Mandy and have a good evening. <laughs> I don't have an ugly because I thought it was awesome. You guys are just wrong. Okay. Right? Well, um, normally this would be the part of the podcast where we do the female factor, but that doesn't apply to this movie because this movie makes no sense. So instead we have a WTF factor and I would like somebody to explain to me what this movie means because I have no idea. Uh, Nick, please explain it to me. I don't revenge. get it. Revenge. I don't know. It was like. But was- what was the dead deer and why are there demon bikers from hell and why is everything red and then green and then blue? And then white, and then red. Well, if white. you suffer from seizures, a, do not watch this oh, movie. Yeah. I, I have a little bit of an explanation for the colors. Okay, do D- explain it to I me. I did some research on this because I was a little curious about that point. That's dedication, Rich. I would like to, as a human being, commend you for taking time out of your life to research well, this. I was curious because you know this is a very eighties esque, which normally I like. Yeah, me too. But it, it there was weird coloring, and I was kind of curious about that from a standpoint of how did they create that? Because like you know you can't, I mean, go buy a camera and do that. Like they had to yeah. do that somehow. Um, and so I like looked it up and did some research. So apparently, and this is a, something the director is known for, but while they're filming, they shine different colored LEDs into the lens to yeah, create yeah, that yeah. effect and get those colors. Okay. That's how they do it. Mm. That's why the colors that you described, I thought it was interesting, are the, the most common colors in LEDs. Because, you know, LEDs, um, it's, you really should look up some of how they get different colored LEDs and how they make them. Mm-hmm. Because there are only certain colors that are easy to get. Yeah. That's why they the all used to be yeah. blue. Because they almost all come out of that as that blue to get mm-hmm. <clears throat> to get white and clear that we see today, they actually uh, put a phosphorescent bubble and coating over it to get you know, so red and blue are actually very easy. So, um, but the colors that you mentioned are the easier colors to get out of LEDs. So that's why when you shine them in the lens, you're going to see those colors first. Interesting. Hundred percent honesty, though, I really wasn't going to give this movie an A minus until you told me your rating. <laughs> no, you owned it. It's yours no, now. Now I'm owning you, it. No, now, no I think it's so good no that it does deserve an A minus. I was actually going to give it just a B. Oh well. But it's still, which is higher but than I, what you turds gave. But after it, we gave it a beat down. Yeah, I'm giving it an A minus. So everybody listening, watch it. Don't listen to these fools. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The, what, I, I'm still waiting for you to explain it to me, Nick. I don't get what, it. What, the movie? Like, you don't yeah. know Sometimes you don't need an explanation. <laughs> okay, okay. But riddle me this. The one thing I don't understand, why did anybody follow this cult leader? Why? Why? He wasn't even like that charismatic. Like, why? Why did people follow Hitler? He'll suck their dick. Yeah. That's true. When he's getting ready to die, he'll and offer <laughs> he'll offer one. And it's a law and order guy. Yeah. He was also in Vikings. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He played uh, King Eckbert. Okay. Never and, seen that show, but uh, he that's was cool. The, yeah, the main DA for the later, latter 
portions. By so just so I'm clear, no nobody can explain this. No, this probably not. Sometimes you don't need an explanation on stuff. Okay, Some, but, sometimes but it's you nice. don't need sometimes. an explanation. I, I I personally I really like my movies to have a point. I just I it's just a thing with me. It's just a thing that I like. You know, I respect some, you, that you know you what? Don't need you know that. what? You know what? You know what? You don't need an explanation because some people follow Christianity and <laughs> I mean, this just took a turn. They're, they're, you know, some people can argue wow. be like, you've never met Jesus or God. And it's like, yeah, I did in my heart. And it's like, well, you can't explain that. But, you know, religion at least has a point. It's, it's, well, true, but it's like insane, what is this one? It's like insane, Revenge. What is this, insane clown posse? Magnets. What's up with that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I hated that. Ah, I didn't even know that was a thing until like a week ago, too, by the way. That's weird that you brought that up. I don't understand it. But on that note, let's just slide on over to the rec room. Nick. Yo. Since we're on your stellar <laughs> taste right now, what do you have to recommend to us, sir? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That sounds about right. Oh, no. sums it up pretty good. <laughs> He's still coming down off his own LSD trip. <laughs> I mean, he did watch Mandy three times, so he no, might have OD'd. You guys suck. Um, I'll recommend a video game. I mean, everybody who has this system has been playing it, but Animal Crossing. I've heard of that. I don't have it's the gaming so good. system, but it's I've heard pretty of it. much capitalism. Like that's what. Well, hey, that's so, the world. That, yeah, that actually segues really well into my recommendation. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, it's very different, but very much about capitalism. Uh, it's a book that, in my opinion, everybody needs to read just because nothing explains how our system works better than this book. If you want to understand the American business system, which is very much capitalism, this is the book that's going to do it for you. It's from 1989. It's called Barbarians at the Gate. Oh. It, yes, it is about the, uh, the leverage buyout of RGR Nabisco and its breakup. And it is just a fantastic book. Uh, the insight that it gives you is how that happens and the what it tells you about how we work as a, and I'm talking on a large scale as a country, as an economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is just both thrilling and a little scary. Yeah. But this is, the, it's a big book, but you should you should definitely read it. It's very relevant today, even still by the, the, the kind of the building blocks of capitalism that it, it shows you. Yeah, cool. Mine doesn't segue nicely into that, but uh, I'm just going to go. It's only one episode in, but I've watched the first episode and I really enjoy it. And that is Perry Mason on HBO that they have brought back Rich, You Made a Face. No, I was going to say, is that you're thinking like the old school one or is there a new one? No, I mean, I do love the old Raymond Burr. Like I loved Perry Mason when I was a kid. They used to syndicate in the afternoons uh, Perry Mason and then Matlock and I like poo-pooed Matlock and I was like I want Perry Mason but this version on HBO um, stars the guy from the Americans Matthew Reese I think is how you say his name and it follows the books much more heavily because they're actually based on like pulp detective novels mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's a detective not a lawyer it's a lot is that the guy from Mr. Rogers grittier uh, yes yeah, yeah yeah that guy that guy um, he's in it as Perry and I really enjoyed the first episode no, and I, I just recommend. didn't know they redid this that's, yeah that's- it kind of flew under the radar, and I caught it the other day. They're, they're airing on Sundays, and if you liked old school Perry Mason and you like 1940s LA reimaginings, check it out. Highly recommend. Awesome. Oh, I have one more. Oh wait, no, we have another episode. Never mind. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this is what we have to deal with, people. <laughs> join us in the next episode to hear Nick's stunning, stunning recommendation. And thanks for joining us. <laughs>